All right, all right. Welcome back to the Anonymous Data Experiment, where we like to experiment on your brain. <laughs> I'm kidding, or am I? So if you're not familiar with the, this podcast, uh, this is where we share our thoughts on current events and urban relationships, controversial topics, online dating tips, and more. We've all found ourselves in really tedious, uncomfortable, uh, unfulfilling type of relationships. Men and women alone. (laughs) If we've been in those relationships for four to five years, should we stay in them just because we're comfortable and we think it's hard to find someone new and to do the work? Put the work in to get to know someone's personality all over again. Their wants, their likes, their needs, their their dislikes, their favorite foods, colors. Man, I'm getting tired just talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to talk about the seven subtle signs you're in the wrong relationship. You know, when you get that, that sinking gut feeling, you can't seem to shake. Isn't the only sign they're not the one for you. Relationships are work. Something we hear from the time we're children, likely even from our own parents and grandparents. And with good reason. When relationships do manage to go the distance, it's because the two people, or the people involved, are serious enough to about making things work to really prioritize what they're building together. And I'll be honest with you, most of the times it's easy to do the work. Other times, it's just hard. Really hard. Even if you adore the person you're with, Life gets tough sometimes and puts a strain on even the best of relationships. There's a huge difference between putting rewarding, fulfilling work into a connection both you and your partner believe in and running yourself ragged. There's no shame in leaving a relationship that isn't serving the people involved. But it's not always easy to tell you're in one. Especially when everyone else around you, that you know, is insisting that you just need to work at it. Blah. (laughs) So I'm going to bring on my very special guest again, Lily. And we're going to talk about, I mean, we're going to talk about, you know, signs that you're in the wrong relationship. It's going to be interesting. So stay tuned for it. I mean, we're two common women here and we've, you know, dated um, men, some good relationships, some uh, average relationships, some situationships. (laughs) But have you ever been in a relationship and your gut feeling told you that you really shouldn't be in this relationship? But you were just comfortable because you, you've been with this person for, what, six months, a year, two, three years. And 
you know, it's like, oh my God, it's so draining to think about just tossing this whole situationship aside and possibly, you know, meeting someone new. It's just so much work. Like, so why even bother? Even though your needs are not getting met in that relationship. I mean, let's talk about it. So tell me, what are some signs that you can share um, with us today uh, that you can recall in your prior relationships that gave you that sign that you should really, you know, leave, (laughs) but you ended up staying. But what are some of those signs that you can share uh, with us today? All right, um, Lily, go ahead and elaborate. Let me tell you. Of <laughs> course, I've been in a few spots here and there where I realized um, I was in it for too long. Okay, and mainly, um, you know, I like to come from a really deep perspective when I think about things and talk about these things. It's it's not going to be a bottom line red flag. Mm-hmm. So here's my spin on it. Okay. Spin All it. Right. So now at this age, I realized that whenever things are not going right, mm-hmm. it means that I need to self-reflect and I need to check my alignment. I need to see where I left from my happy odometer. Okay, I have a happy odometer. If I'm okay. there and we in a relationship, that's flow. Mm-hmm. That's a good relationship when you're there mm-hmm. and you're happy. When it starts to go the other way around, it doesn't mean that you necessarily should even leave the person, to be honest. It means you need to look and see where you went out of alignment. So this could be the way that each person in a relationship has a responsibility to speak to each other consciously, right? Mm-hmm. So if in any case you're not getting along, there's head butting and stuff like that, which is something I've been through before, mm-hmm. it definitely means that, hey, uh, wait, we need to take a breath. We should not continue this conversation that's starting to turn into an argument. Mm-hmm. It means I need to walk away for a second. You need to go over there. We need to break the chain. Okay. Well, okay, so were you not feeling like completely relaxed in the in that relationship? Um or whatever relationship we're speaking of. See, here's what I'm saying, Rhea. Uh-huh. When it's Ray. Oh, oh, here's what really? I'm, Oh, okay, I got you. So here's what I'm saying, really. In a relationship you're going to have moments where it's relaxed and you're going to be on chill Netflix mode with your boo, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there are going to be other times where you're not. Relaxation isn't going to be a whole thing throughout the whole relationship. It's ups and it is downs because we're humans, mm-hmm. we're flawed, and we're constantly working on ourselves. We have so many programs that we need to do away with. A lot of times we get in relationships. We ain't changed them. Mm-hmm. Those programs. And mm-hmm. they need to be changed. So they go come out in the relationship. So my my catch here about the red flags is really we have to stop 
and just really become present in the moment to see what's happening so we don't continue on to a downward spiral. Uh-huh. That could be a downward spiral in conversation, things, you know, men, they tend to get really, really aggressive um, sometimes, uh-huh. and so do women. Um, but, you know, when men get really aggressive, you really need to, you know, that momentum needs to be cut oh. completely. Or physical, you know, things could happen. It could get physical, you know. Uh-huh. So, I mean... Well, you know, because... The right per- partner has a way of, you know, bringing out the best in you and helping you grow on several different levels. That's true. Mm-hmm. But we have to have it in us to want to be the best as well. We mm-hmm. can't just rely on the other person to bring out the good. We have to be in control of the good. Yeah, but of, coming of, from us. of course. But when you in a relationship, that partner is always going to want to push you to be better, you know. So, did you feel that in your whatever relationship you're speaking of? Did you feel that your partner was pushing you to be the best you could be, or? I don't really like to be pushed in like any direction because it maybe in some way that someone might be pushing me to be better. It might rub not necessarily me. pushing you like that. Maybe that's the wrong word. Like I would just bring just encouraging, yeah, encouraging and support, just bring yeah, encouraging yeah support. Su- okay, I like yeah. that better. <laughs> Very supportive of you, bringing out the best in you. Yeah, and help you grow. Yeah, that's definitely a a, a winning trait mm-hmm. when um, in a relationship like that. And I've been in relationships like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not many, but I have had the experience to have um, quality partnership. Mm-hmm. I should say. But it just didn't work out. Um, well, for some particular, yeah, reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. You know, if I'm no longer with them now, then it didn't work <laughs> out. But um, I'm realizing now that there are things that can be changed and tweaked while still in the relationship, so that the separation doesn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. When you were in um, the relationship, did you? ever try to picture your future without that person and if you did picture your future uh, did you see them in your future um in my last relationship yeah what, whatever relationship the best, you were speaking of the best kind of relationship experience that, that fits this you know what we're talking about today what was the question can you picture a future without Okay, like when you was in a relationship, did were you able to picture your future without him? Oh. Um yes, I I can do that with anybody though. But we're not talking but, about anybody. But I'm not I'm, I'm what I'm trying to say is that for anyone I can picture myself not with them. Um, but no, that wasn't like something that I was thinking about while in the relationship. Like, oh, I can see myself without you. I, you know, those weren't thoughts. Like, not even like if y'all get into an altercation or it got heated and then you just sat back and reflected and was like, I no. just cannot see this person not, in my future. Not in the quality relationship that we're talking about where there was encouragement and support. No, actually. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. But at, back to the red flags, though, because I, I know this is a common topic, which is why we're talking about it mm-hmm. when it when we're 
dealing with relationships here, people always, they want to know when they should leave. Mm -hmm. And there's so much, so much, you know, talk about when you should break up and when you should not break up and things like that. When you need to know when to hit the dough Mm -hmm. and when you need to, you know, just learn how to work it out. And I really feel like a red flag is something that you're supposed to see as something to pay attention to. That's why it's red. Uh You're not supposed to ignore red. You're supposed to pay attention to it, look into it, and understand it. And if that might mean sometimes you, this ain't a good fit right now. And I must not have been in a good alignment when I attracted you. So we need to completely break this off, whatever we have right now. In those cases... When we are with people and it's just toxic, it ain't it ain't about to work. Then it's like, okay, we got to see that uh-huh. as the red flag to leave uh-huh. at that point. Okay, so, and we know that no two people are going to, you know, agree on absolutely everything. <laughs> right. So, so did you feel that you're, you, you were never on the same page? Yeah, um, of course, of course, you know, there's been many times on every relationship I have come to a point where it's like I wasn't on the same page. Um, you know, it was either something that I wanted that that person wasn't providing that they lacked, mm-hmm. um, whether that was attention, whether that I wanted to go out more, whether that was um, making more time for me, um, things like that. This is things of my past um where i may we may not have been on the same page or i may have misunderstood something that somebody was saying or you know things of that case but again good communication skills and social skills will always help come to a a, you know a resolution whether or not to be together or not so how did you feel about you know the way your your partner at that time differed from you were you able to respect and accept those differences or did they consistently cause friction between the two of you? Oh, when I was just telling you about, you know, the things that I felt like was lacking in a relationship, this, this, that wasn't like the last relationship. That was just like one of them where I remember how I felt. Um, but in the last quality, we're talking about the quality relationship here. Can you say that question again? <laughs> oh my god so how do you feel about the way your partner differs from you are you able to respect and accept those differences or you know do they consistently cause friction between the two of you um then you at were together. my age now i'm able to respect differences in now, the past mm-hmm. that would cause friction i mean like debating friction mm-hmm. and it's uh that's not healthy yeah. <laughs> like you can't like it might be cool at first especially if the guy ain't used to that fire from a woman do you think it's healthy to be in a relationship with a guy who always when he calls you up always want to debate about something or just that's have a those type of, yeah that's that at that point would okay. be a friend that would not be someone that i would even be looking at romantically because we're debating if mm-hmm. you're debating you're not romantic if you're debating you're you're debating all you're the not time romantic. yeah and if it's all the time that's definitely gonna make the spark go in a uh, 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 fire 
fiery kind of sparkish way for argumentation, not for love. Alexis, when you were in the relationship or any relationship at any time, did you feel lonely? Okay. Because that could be a sign that, you know, that's not a good relationship because basically you're in a yeah. relationship by yourself if you feel lonely. <laughs> For sure. Uh, that would definitely be a sign that uh, you, you're by yourself in the relationship. Um, and have I felt like that before? Call the last time I felt like I was by myself in a relationship. Because at that time, you you really should know that you're not connected to this person on the level that you should be. And it's, it could be frustrating on a soul level. That's hard to explain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that there are a lot of people actually in relationships by themselves. Their partner is really not living up to the part that they wish they, they were. And they're not really involved in their life the way that they wish that they were. Um, and I'm pretty sure that I've had that experience before um, in my younger in, in my younger age. I'm pretty sure I have, mm-hmm. but not anything recent while I'm in my mature stage of life. Did you ever look outside of your relationship a lot? Like basically cheating or look for somebody else when you were in a relationship? I'm not gonna lie, I've done it before. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was a a long time ago, but I have done it. (laughs) Okay, and it, I don't like to feel shame, but you know, I have, you Uh know, a little shame to say. I don't like to feel shame, but yeah, that that has happened before, and here's why. Um, And I think that this, many more women may be able to relate. Don't feel shameful. It's just a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, it's a learning experience mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know, this person, they were really, they were really nice. They were really kind. But they were kind of like a, what do you call them? Uh, chore boy. Like. Chore boy? What? Yeah. What like, does that mean? Okay, so a chore boy is like. A chore? I have to look this Someone up. Someone who, like, does stuff for you. Like, they're doing things for you. And they, they are helping in that lane where it's like, oh, I need help with this. Or, uh-huh. they, you know, they're being very helpful. But at the same time, they might lack certain qualities that make them a leader and someone to actually be respected while they're helping uh-huh. um, a woman. Or like, like a lap dog or something? Kind of lap dog. Oh, kind of yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, yes-ish. boy. Okay. Okay. And they kind of lack that masculine trait where you have your own individual character of things that you won't settle for and things that you won't uh, do and and, and and vision with action. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I respect in masculinity. The work, 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 uh-huh. work. Right. Uh-huh. Now, one that fantasizes a lot and it's not practical you don't really take them seriously. <laughs> She's looking at my hand. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you hear me though, right? It's hard to take someone who has such, you know, like they have such fantasies, but they don't take any action towards it. That's not respectable. And so that that did cause me to look at someone else who had that masculinity trait of strength, 
Uh willpower vision and action Uh they were taking action it was out here they was making it happen and uh that person kind of you know was a champion over the person who who was helpful Uh but did not have like real drive for the life that they really wanted and did not put in that work and effort that guy got backburned and I was texting uh-huh. this other guy while with this other guy, and that guy was helping me, and this guy would have helped me too, and he actually did, you know, because at that time, in my younger age, I didn't have, like, a lot of money, but this guy had so much pizzazz and so much going on with himself, and then this guy didn't, uh-huh. and he was a worker uh-huh. guy for for another, you know, regular job kind of guy, you know, dishwasher um, you know, bar. I think the majority of women would, would usually go for a guy who uh, who's able to benefit them more so than someone who's uh, have a lack. You gotta have a good personality thing. as well. Though. And that particular time, I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for. But usually, women do look for men who have something that they can benefit from. Let me tell you something. The guy that has all the girls attention versus the guy that doesn't is always going to be less attractive especially if one work ethic is so bravado versus the other guys okay those two is a killer fucking combination and and it can be very hard to find that one who is getting attention from all the ladies and have the bravado of willpower to work towards their vision and not settle for, you know, just a regular life and barely could afford rent for own place to stay. Somebody who's out here trying to get it like a business owner or some, somebody like that um, is always going to have more pull than that guy that does not have that. Yeah, but usually those type of guys, they're usually... Uh are looking to have more than one woman <laughs> or they're playing, you know, they, you know, cause they, because, because they feel like they have it all. Yeah. And so that's a fact. they want to have it all. That's they're a fact. They can eat it too. That's a fact. But there are some guys and I, um, Oh, you okay? Oh, she has some hair in her mouth. There's, there was, um, there's a relationship that I know of where this guy, he was rich, uh-huh. black guy, he was rich. He got his girl everything, da da da, and she just would complain because he wasn't spending enough time with her, uh-huh. and uh, she wanted to go dance at the club. He wanted to go dance. He like, here, take your friends, go dance, give her some money, and go have a good time. She did. She wanted to spend more time with him. Uh-huh. He gave her everything. You know, like her own place and her own car. And I mean, I don't know if she could afford that herself. She probably could. Uh But the fact that he was able to do all that and it still wasn't enough because it's the little things that matter as well as the the survival things that matter. Uh Stability and, you know, the, the things that women really cherish is, you know, someone who is attentive, someone who is caring, and someone who can, you know, essentially provide... Okay. And so what another um red flag would be that you're feeling exhausted in a relationship. Oh yes. Oh, you know, like I'm just giving flag. so much of myself and I'm not getting anything that I'm not benefiting in, in any way in this relationship. I'm just feeling strained just drained. Yeah. 
that usually drives up the flag. sex life too. It's like I'm not about the you. I'm not about to do. You better go find a lot lizard. Please do. Lot lizard. What if that? This is what truck drivers call these hookers. Oh. They, there are certain women that are predatory. For truck drivers. Oh, and this is, okay. Uh, this is well known. Mm-hmm. And they call it lot lizards. And they be at the truck stops. Oh, looking for some... Truck drivers oh. to blow. Oh. For some dough. For some dough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's oh, wow. Careful, babe. Yeah, you don't have to edit this whole thing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, I didn't want to keep this... Um. Unless you have anything else to add. But I didn't want to keep this podcast to, to be so long. And again, Anonymous Theater Experience will pulse five days a week. Shows lasting 10 to 30 minutes. Find us on Spotify and all your streaming platforms. Google us at Anonymous Theater Experience Podcast. And until next time, I'm looking forward to our first date on Anonymous Theater. Stay safe. Hashtag ladies be careful out there when you're dating. Take your time getting to know someone new. And remember it's okay to be alone. Because if you're not happy with yourself then who's going to be happy with you? Only you can validate yourself.